I go start the podcast with my buddy Josh. We're talking about yellow card. Hi guys, I'm Danny. And I'm Josh. And we're here to talk about an album, a yellow card album, not a blue card, not a red card. Blue card. I don't know what that means. A yellow card. Isn't that yeah. a soccer thing? It like, is a soccer thing. Boom. Am I too loud? I felt like you I just get a yellow card if you do something medium bad. And then if you get two yellow cards, you get a red card, and that means you're you're out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> is that where they got the name? Are they big soccer dudes? You know, I feel like I saw that somewhere in the Wikipedia, but I don't know that it's I don't know. I just watched the Euro 2020 uh, final yesterday. It was, oh, it was fun. I'm a big soccer guy. I, I actually like am it. a big soccer I just guy. never watch it. <laughs> so um, they did a 2021 and 2021 because of the the cool global pandemic that was going on and still is going on. So yeah, it's not over. <laughs> Italy won. If anyone's curious, spoiler alert. Oh my gosh, I was gonna watch it tonight. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Remember that time we went to a game at U? Of yeah, M? we did. With Marcus Schwimmer. 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 Change the ER to an A. Schwimmer. Schwimmer. <laughs> no, that's actually like an M A H. Ma. Schwimmer. All right. What did we see? Is, uh, th- we watched Manchester Real United. Madrid, Real Madrid and Manchester United play. Yeah. It was a good at time. The, at the big house. Yep. All right. Let's get into some history about this goddamn album, Josh. Well, I don't even think we said what album it was. <laughs> I said it twice. I said yellow card. I don't think you said oh, Ocean Avenue. Album. Yeah. Okay, Ocean so, Avenue. This is, if you don't already know, which you probably do, because who else is listening to this? But this is B-Side Ourselves, and this is episode 33, and we are doing an album retrospective of Yellow Card's best album, Ocean Avenue, from 2003. They have other pretty good albums. Don't get us wrong. I'm, I, yeah, but this is the best one. It's true. I actually and chose even they this know it. because I thought you didn't know this album. Because you have like, you have really good music taste, but I feel like there's a few pop punk classics that you just do not know. And I was like, I bet he doesn't know Yellow Card, but you do. From what I, you do. Well, man, we must we must just never have listened talked to about it Yellow Card. Either, I guess, yeah, because I don't and know that. Also, I, I mean, I know some other Yellow Card too, but this is yeah, this is like a. This is one of the albums that catapulted me into the scene. Really? Yeah. I didn't know it was that iconic. Dang. Yeah. I okay, mean, cool. Not including, uh, you know, Blink and Green Day. Yeah. Like those were those are stalwarts because if you're a fan of like popular music, um. But yeah, I mean, I uh, I remember in the summer, um. I'm guessing based on releases the summer of 2003, my memory's a little hazy. I think I was, yeah, no, I was definitely still in high school. So uh, summer of 2003, I remember going to the store and I can't remember why I had some dispos- enough disposable income as a teenager to buy three CDs. Actually, I bought five CDs, but I'm not going to say what two of them are because they were Christian rock. I mean, um, it, was it is what it is. It was a skillet and a pillar, but um, it was a I, skillet and a pillar. Yeah. And uh, I think I had just seen them both play at Adrian College. But anyway, um, I bought Amberlynn, Blue Prince for the Black Market, Fall Out Boy, Take This to Your Grave, which I that one I had already heard for sure, um, and Ocean Avenue. And 
yeah no it's a it's a great album it's a it's a perfect like soundtrack to the summer because they're always singing about either florida or california <laughs> yeah and uh i've i've seen them at warp tour a couple times and i did see them once at st andrews with matchbook romance in 2006 so really i've seen them at yeah. warp tour only but it was like i think i've seen them three times at warp tour at this point yeah and i remember once being like i'm just walking around I'm guessing, I'm thinking it was either the 2008. No, I think it was the 2011 one where I went to the one in Chicago where I kind of just got swept into a line and they were just, they were just there signing postcards. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I do remember the one thing I really remember is that the violin player was very nice to me. He um, seems like a really nice dude when he was like hanging out at the, at the show at St. Andrews. So I remember yeah. getting into one for the kids, their album before this one. Yeah. And I really liked that one. And then I actually, had, I, I didn't get into ocean Avenue until like a year after it came out. Like I heard the singles, but then I like actually went out and bought the album. I was like, Oh, there's some other great songs on here. I don't know why that it took me so long. Well, so that's the thing though, is that like stuff was released to radio, but singles didn't like the singles are really staggered on this album. So it's possible that the album was out for a while before you even really, really heard it. I, th so. I think I remember knowing it was out like a year before I actually bought the album. Yeah. Like it would have been a while. And I wish they would repress it on vinyl, which they do, but then it sells out really yeah. quick. It has to say they hopeless did it. Uh, was it hopeless? Did it in 2021? They've actually repressed like three times, but there's two albums yeah. that I keep missing. The Yellow Card Ocean Avenue, like I missed it by a day or two and it's sold out. And then back in December, the used first album got repressed. Beautiful, like red and black and clear. And that also I missed. Those are the only two. I've been really on top of it, except for those two. And it hurts. Yeah, those are two I would pick up right away, too. As you guys already know, because we already did an episode on that album. Um, and I've already said that I, this album's important to me this early on. So um it's gonna get a good review kids yep spoiler alert i love it <laughs> so my uh, keeps turning on me just a little bit here uh fourth album released on i think one of those might be i think the first one's technically an ep wait you say uh, fourth album yeah hold on what did i miss sorry that blows my mind I mean, it's definitely I, the breakthrough, but one for the kids, and I guess there's one called "Where We Stand" in '99 that I didn't never heard of. But it's only showing two. Hmm, whatever. The first one's an EP. Ah, okay, and it's it's got a. Oh wait, hold on. So one for the kids, underdog EP. Um. Yeah, that might be that. That might be counting. Where we stand. Yeah, I'm not sure. It might be four albums or it might be just four releases. Um, some of those being EPs. Their first EP from 97, you can't even find. It's not on Spotify or anything. Oh. And it's called, it has a, a like a offensive name. It's called Little Person Tossing, but with the other word. Oh, that makes more sense. 1997, <laughs> 1997, folks. Um, which is weird to think that yellow card was around in 1997 because you know that they don't have a 1997 sound it's weird to think that the 2001 album punk goes pop 
they were on it, and this was before Ocean Avenue. And I'm like, really? They do uh, everywhere because you're ever. Is that Michelle Branch? Yes. Yeah, and it's a sick cover. But I, I, looking back, I'm like, wow. I always thought that was after. Crazy, crazy. That's a good album too. Rufio, Dynamite Boy, the Starting Line. Whew. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So fourth <laughs> album, fourth release, something. Uh, breakthrough album for sure. Uh, released July twenty second, two thousand three. It peaked at number twenty three on the Billboard two hundred album chart. It was certified platinum in the United States, and Ocean Avenue peaked at number 37 on the Hot 100 and was certified a gold. I love gold. It was such like clean, happy pop punk, too. Like, I remember seeing it on TRL, and like my mom would sing around in the background because, you know, it's just like that, like happier. Like, it's not like Blink 2 singing about, like, you know, the funny dick stuff. Which I'm not against at all. Don't get me wrong. Just saying you it's know, very clean. It, it has an up. So you say that, and it definitely has that upbeat, happy sound. But then when you listen to like the songs, oh, aren't necessarily yeah. happy. But um, some of it is. And there's a lot of you know a lot of like back in the day we used to do stuff. Like there's a lot of songs like there's a couple songs like that, and um, and it's weird. Well, I'll get into it later, but. Some of it hits weird now that you're older too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thinking, thinking about like listening to this initially, I was like sixteen, seventeen. So, yeah. This was always. This is also a great album for mixtapes. I remember back in high school, I was like, "This is going on a s- album. This is going on a mixtape. This song right here, like these are perfect for this." So many good ones. All right, let's get into it. Right, we get into it. Yep. Let's get into it. Way away. This one hits pretty hard. Yeah. For for yellow card. It's a sick opening track. Yeah. And it's like a. I mean, what I get from it is like very like, fuck you. Like. Like way away, away. Like, it, what do you get from it? What am I? What am I missing? What do I get from it, or what? Do, what do they say? But the, oh the yeah, I forgot. What did they say? What is it about? Uh, so Ben, a former, I think former lead guitarist Ben Harper, uh, said that it's about our band and facing the people who didn't believe in what we were doing. It's kind of like an ode to disbelievers. And then Ryan Key, the vocalist, um, said it's a story of it's a story of we have sort of. I'm missing a word here, I think. It's the story of what we've been through as a band in the discussion of the song. Uh, or in the last couple of years, moving from our hometown of Jacksonville, Florida, out to Southern California and starting to tour really hard. And that is true. They, uh, like, it, the Wikipedia, like, kind of lists, the, like, all of the tours they went on initially. And it was like, they did a bunch of dates with this band. And then they did a bunch of dates with that. Like, it's wild how much they were touring, like, separate tours. Um, so, um out to Southern California, starting to tour really hard and just following, sort of following our dreams. Hopefully, other people will take the song and apply it to their own lives and be able to kind of get whatever they stuck they are stuck in and don't want to be in. So, okay, okay, I get that. It's the the album's kind of cyclical because this is like them getting away from Jacksonville, and then the last song is <laughs> missing oh, we miss Jacksonville. Jacksonville. So. 
Yeah. Man, I always took this song as like, uh, I want you away from me, like, so you can see how good I'm, like, how things, how great things are going for me, because I'm awesome and you suck. Like, that's all, well, that's what well, I took. I mean, I, I don't think that it's not that. I, yeah. It just might not be that it's like about one person, or maybe it's like it can be about one naysayer and all the naysayers at the same time. Way away. All right. That's all I, I like got. That, for this I one. like it. Like, it's relatively, like, you know, hard for for them, and then they have that like breakdown where it's like the the echoing vocals and it's kind of light, and then he comes back in really hard for like the last uh, chorus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did what I did. You like? <laughs> I like that. Wait, what did I do? Like you broke down the song more. Usually, you're the one with like the facts and stuff like that. But you were breaking down sections of the song. You didn't have like timestamps, but well, I was, it was literally happening in my headphones. That's oh. they're talking about it. <laughs> All right, track two. The 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 one more thing. The violin okay. really shines on the song too. Like the I violin's kind of nice song. Yeah, but it, this song it's kind of like the lead instrument almost. So anyway, all right. Track two. Breathing. So this one is one where I think the violin really shines. And this is also like the first song that you show someone and like, look, violin's not gimmicky. I know in some cases it can be gimmicky, but this like it ties into the sound and this song so well. Like it's it just works. Pop punk and violins. Who would have thought? I'm glad no one else tried it, though. Like it didn't get like a big violin movement in pop punk enough where it has, it gets like its own separate genre, like kind of like ska with horns, even though not all ska has horns, but you know what yeah. I mean? And that violin breakdown at two minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, Oh, and I love Ryan keys vocals on this bad boy. My air drumming is just my mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Breathing's a good song. This I is like another it. one that hits harder than most of their stuff. They kind of like punch you in the mouth twice with the first two songs here. Well, the last half of the album is pretty chilled out. Yeah, it, so it, that's it, what you really. <laughs> it goes downhill in in terms of not downhill, but just like lowering the vibe. Yes, you know, it so. kicks you in the face, and then it lets you sit on the ground and bleed, sit and cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> noted. Noted hardcore punk band, uh, Yellow Card. They're kick you in the mouth. <laughs> well here we are track number three ocean avenue, ocean avenue. breakthrough yeah. hit i know quite possibly biggest hit i would say oh yeah oh yeah i mean i don't know if they had only one didn't is... chart didn't chart like ocean avenue did, are you though. kidding i always thought no. that was the like single single of this album besides ocean avenue like those two like in a way away was also a single wasn't it yeah so was believe believe was like a later single though ah yeah i don't um i don't think only one that's so sad oh, yeah only one's gold and it it was on the pop and alt charts but um ocean avenue uh was on the Hot 100. Oh, so Lights and Sounds hit the Hot 100, and For You and Your Denial, which I've never—I don't even know if I know that song—also hit the Hot 100, 2011. Lights and Sounds not bad. Yeah, right, let's get back to Ocean, Ocean Avenue. 
The drum and bass groove on this makes it a perfect head bopper in your summer car. Tell yep. me it doesn't. It's great. Well, I love that that dun 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 yeah dun, 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 dun. yeah. It's it's just like imagine driving. You're just like yeah yeah yeah. Like your head's going back and forth. Sunglasses on. You're escaping from this town. You got those summer vibes. <laughs> That's what Ocean Avenue's all about. It slaps hard live too. I love when they play this song live. I have a very distinct memory of them playing this either as the last song or I think it was the last song of the encore. And I wasn't as much of a snob then. So I wasn't like, they haven't played their biggest hit. <laughs> um, and uh, I remember keys said, do you guys want to hear a yellow card song? We've never played live before. Or we, no one's ever heard before or something like that. And then they went into ocean Avenue and was like this fucking guy. <laughs> I think that's why, I mean, I miss Warp Tour for a lot of reasons, but like all those bands only had like 20 minutes or so, and they would cram everything into those 20 minutes. Like I remember hearing just all these hits after one after one really quick. Good stuff. Good stuff. Warp Tour, I miss you. I miss being dehydrated and bloody and stinky and buying stuff. And, is for. and then getting it all broken because you held on to it. You shouldn't have bought it at the beginning of the show. That's what Riot Fest is for now. Not eating, just smoking all day and throwing up. Oh, and... I would never do that. I need to eat. I'm chubby. <laughs> I would never eat. The food there was always so expensive. I would just wait till I got back in the car or something. I would drink a lot of like $5 waters, though. <laughs> <laughs> decisions, decisions. I know. I, I, this song also has a, this, a similar kind of breakdown where it's like it's, it's gets a little bit lower. And then and then he comes back in real hard for the last one. Yeah. Sorry, just I remember about... the look in your eyes. Like I keep talking about Warp Tour because this this album reminds me so much of Warp Tour. Like it's one of those oh. iconic moments where all of us were on top of each other and just yeah. like singing Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Speaking of summer, this song that was released a single December fifteenth. Really? Two thousand three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, okay. Timing so, still worked out, but yeah. And as we already said, um, I think, well, so this is like the, um, remember back in the day kind of song and it's about Jacksonville. Um, I guess the road is actually ocean Boulevard though in Jacksonville. Um, cool. but it's a place where they used to hang out. They changed it for so, legal rights. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, cherry street is actually, um, the street that uh, Ryan Key's childhood home was on in Neptune Beach, Florida. Oh, geez. Aren't so. these guys just geographical? Geographical? <laughs> geographical? Mm. There you go. Is that the real word? I I mean, it sounds... Sounds, sounds better than geographical. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find um, photos of our trip to St. Kitts. I'm going to blow out with yellow so I can make that the album cover of this. <laughs> ocean <laughs> avenue in st kitts all right empty apartment track four that is an ocean that is an ocean it is so empty apartment um what i read online is that this song is about an ex-band member and i what ex-band member oh well <laughs> i really always thought this was a breakup song <laughs> it's i mean it sounds like a breakup song so yeah well i mean it, i mean Ex-band member, is it not technically a breakup song? 
I know, but I don't know. Um, I guess it's a really emotional song for the whole band. Um, yeah, but you have a lyric in there that says, let her go, learn a lesson. I mean, unless it was a her that left the band. Yeah, you misogynist. No, I don't know. Uh, Jeez, see, but I but I think that that's part of what he does with the vote. He, like, there's a couple of songs where I was like reading about what it's about, and he kind of says, "This is what it's about," and then he says, "But I also want you to you to be able to interpret it however you want to." But All no, right. no, you know, if ever you love me, you'd say it's okay. Like, yeah, no, it's totally sounds um, like a breakup song, and maybe I'm. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's that's what this says. It's a sadness over his good friend's decision, and but th- that he'll always be there for him. Ah, that's sweet. I still really love the song. I just thought we saw. Yeah, it's a great song. Breakup song. And I like the title, just "Empty Apartment." Something about that. It see that's it. Just describes like a really bad breakup, like just in the title. Does it hurt when you think about me and how broken my heart is, Daniel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to move on? Ready? Yeah, sure. Track five, the song by Good Charlotte. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a Good Charlotte song. Do not even. <laughs> Life is a sales. Hey, Dad. Is that, is that what you're saying? So the good, I call it the Good Charlotte song because even the instrumentals sound like something off the first Good Charlotte album. It sounds like, you know, and then vibe-wise, it sounds like the song The Story of My Old Man off Young and the Hopeless. Except this is a positive dad song. Are you, is, this, is this song that... Um, is that song as upbeat as Life of a Salesman? No, it's just the dad vibe. But okay. this is a positive dad vibe. This is like, hey, dad, yeah, you really were influential in my life. And it's okay, your job sucked because you still rocked. Right? Did you look up... I don't know about this your job sucks but well the like life of a salesman i oh i yeah maybe i thought it was just a reference to death of a salesman (laughs) even the guitar part gives me good charlotte vibes but well now i'm going to i mean it's not exactly they're not ripping it off or anything oh i forgot story of my old man is faster than i remember okay i feel you (laughs) just singing about dads dads and dads yeah, don't have a lot of. No, don't have a lot to. That's all I had to identify it. with on this one, though. It's a good song, though. So. Yeah. Next song. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Song. Um, Danny, you're the only one that I wanted this podcast with. Ah, and that's track six. Only one. This didn't come out. This wasn't released a single until January twenty fifth, two thousand five. That's insane. Considering this came out two thousand three, yeah. Um, although, although, I don't know. I don't. Maybe that's maybe that date's wrong. I don't know. But because, like, my literal history thing says, in an interview with MTV News in May two thousand four. <laughs> well, the song came out earlier, but the single didn't. Maybe like the video. Yeah, I guess. Do you remember the video? The video was epic. No, it's like. It wasn't a war zone, but there was like smoke all around them. It's like they were walking towards each other or with each other like a couple. Mm. It was really good. I remember. And this is probably one of my favorite songs on the album. And it's actually 
a pretty romantic pop punk song. It's a breakup though. Breakup song. What? What what? <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah. Oh my god. Everything is a lie. I don't know shit. <laughs> you know the first the first word in the song is broken. broken. I know, but the rest of the song seems so sweet, especially the chorus. <sighs> oh my god. Okay, hold on, let me pull up the lyrics on this bad boy. I mean, I just sing along with them. I may be completely wrong on what I'm singing too. This is this is <laughs> devastating. Hold on. What, what are they? Pre-chorus. I feel so broken up and I give up. I just want to tell you so you know. I mean, yeah, it's, like, here I go screaming. Made my mistakes and let you down. I can't you. hold on to this for too long. I thought it was no, like trying to get back to someone you love. Damn. Sure. Yeah. Well, that, I right. think that might be true, but. All right, so it's not romantic. My bad. Well, no, I I think maybe it is romantic, but it's like, baby, I'm sorry. Please forgive me for all <laughs> the, the boys to men song. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, man, did you watch that thing on Netflix that just came out? No. It's called "This Is Pop Music" and track or episode one is all about boys to men and how. They're like just telling me I need it. Who, who I don't know. just telling me I need to watch that? Yeah. Episode oh. one is the whole thing's about boys to men and how they were groundbreaking. They did all this amazing stuff. And then all these other boy bands came in and just they were like playing a bar with like like a ride bull, a bull riding thing. And they were like, we're done. Oh, now it's going to bother me that I can't. Th- oh, it's one of it's uh, uh, Kyle from Outer Rim Beacon. He keeps telling me you need to watch this 90s pop thing. It's pretty good. I've only watched two episodes, but I like the two I watched. Um, So uh, Ryan Key revealed that the riff for only one was discovered by accident. Uh, we were testing something else out and it just tracked it right uh, and just tracked it right away. That we then added a drum loop to it and just kept adding tracks. We built it track by track in the studio, and we've never really done that before. He also noted that the song was based on one of his previous relationships. Quote, it was a weird breakup. It was just one of those where I felt like I had to do it even though she didn't do anything wrong. I just needed to needed some space to figure life out for a while on my own, and I think that's what the song says. Oh, okay then. Um... Yeah, it's a yeah, it's his theme of apologizing. Oh, what? Let's see what other songs I can get completely wrong on this album. Miles Apart is actually about being close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Only ones are great like ballad though. It's uh Oh, I love it. It's it's weird that they it says that they called it one of their chick songs. What? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> That's dumb. Track seven, Miles, Miles apart. apart. This is their NFG song. <laughs> the instrumentals of this song are very newfound glory. And this one's a bit of a miss for me, to be honest. I love Miles Apart. Really? It's a little sugary sweet for me, like too cheesy. I think it's one of the only skipples. Skipples. I'm going to call them skipples for now on. Skippable tracks for me. Mm. You're over there jamming it. Well, 
you know, I just, I guess I just have a lot of people who are, don't live close to me. So this song really resonates with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for moving to Toledo. Even before that. Yeah. Even before everyone's just so far away, miles apart. <laughs> it is. You're right though. It is sugary sweet. It's just, it, it doesn't give me the same vibes as the rest of the album. I mean, I sh- it should because it's a very yellow cardy song. It's just, it's surprising that this wasn't a single. This could have been on the radio. Yeah, it's it's interesting. the The music is getting like less pop punky and more folky as we go on, though. Too. Yeah, they actually label. Uh, well, I'll get to it in the in a minute, but it's yeah, it's interesting. Trek nine. This is another. This is another one of those like, hey, remember, remember back in the day. <laughs> I mean, that's what pop punk was all about, especially that's back true. then. Remember, <laughs> remember forget. Simba. All right, the chosen one. Track nine, view from heaven, motherfuckers. Oh, you don't want to do twenty three? Oh, I skipped one. <laughs> Nobody likes you when you're twenty three. <laughs> this is what happens when you get high. <laughs> This song has some sick ass drum lines. Like this is the best drumming almost on the album. Yeah. Is it Sean been. singing on the verses? So I was I I wasn't sure because I, I was like, it doesn't sound like Ryan. Ryan's singing the choruses, but yeah. I, it's not him singing the verses. I'm pretty sure sorry, Sean was singing or he did backup vocals, so I'm assuming it's him that sang the verses. Yeah, I I guess I who I'm Googling who is singing on 23. You're going to get so many weird things. And if it oh. is, what, who is it? No, it's just not oh. what I want. Yellow card 23. Oh, Sean violinist sings uh, lead on this song. Yep, we did it. Look at we us. We did it, everybody. Look at us. We don't, we don't know shit. Us. We had to Google it. Yeah. I mean, you knew. I didn't know. I don't know. I was shit. taking a guess. I couldn't find it online, but I also didn't Google Google it. Huh. I wonder if Sean sings more on the you know they did uh they did this whole album acoustic on the 10 year anniversary. Yep. I haven't heard it, which is funny because I do like this album. Spotify, the whole thing. Well, I know, but I haven't gone to it. Okay, Josh. I'm good. failing. It's good. It's good. I should have listened to that for this podcast episode. That would have screwed you up. I know. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean electric guitar? What do you mean sick drum lines? It was kind of just like a pitter patter, pitter patter. All right, track nine, "View from Heaven," the country ballad. Yeah, I was gonna say this one was uh, labeled as a country song. This one's not good. Country song. It's <laughs> not a like bad it. song. It's just. It's so yeah. boring to me. I mean, I have nothing against cert, like good country songs. I just feel like the song is boring. Do you not agree? Do you not agree? Uh, I I think it's fine. I uh, it's not like pandery pop country, so I don't mind it. It's kind of it's almost feels like like a folk group or something, you know? Yeah. Okay. The, okay. Yeah. I would tell you who the 
additional vocals are by, but I I cannot. I have no idea how to pronounce this name. So I'm not going to. It's someone else, listeners. We don't know shit. Well, I think it's a lady. <laughs> oh, still. Yeah, I can't remember a lady singing on this. But it's about a, a, the death of a girlfriend. Oh, shit. So, I mean, view from heaven makes sense. Is it like, hey, girl, do you see how hot I am down here? How's the view from heaven? Do you not know? Do you not know what this song's about? <laughs> I didn't. I skip this song normally, and I actually skipped it tonight because I was behind. <laughs> but I remember not liking it. So, like, I started the track. I was like, nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I'm rude. I'm, I'm a- sure the view from heaven beats the hell out of mine here. And if oh. we all believe in heaven, maybe we'll make it through one more year down here. Oh, how how sweet. Yeah, it's definitely a different genre. I mean, it still feels like Yellow Card, but it's definitely different. Track 10, Inside Out. <laughs> Inside Out. I good, good Pixar movie. Love this song. And I love the vocal melodies in this one. Is it singing about a dead relationship or driving each other apart or someone just wasn't feeling the love? I don't know, but I do like this song. I couldn't find anything. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm just taking saying from the lyrics what I got. Yeah. But the bridge at two minutes, it's like the two of us breathe as one. The two of us, the two of us. But the rest of the song is like, oh, this didn't work out. Like, I'm feeling inside out and torn up and blah, 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 blah. So what is it, man? Pick a lane, Ryan. Are you torn up, broken, or are you breathing as one, bitch? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jeez. I know. That was very aggressive. But seriously, what where's, do you... Th- where's the part where he's like, You know what I'm talking about? It's like real intense compared nope. to the rest of the song. Where's that? I don't listen to the songs as we do the podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Though I should. I should just listen to other songs. But I do like this album, so. What are we listening to? Inside Out. Yeah. I don't know. Is it at three minutes? The I don't know. I can't find Maybe it's not even in the song. Maybe no, because thinking... he says, I'm feeling inside out. Oh, that's the second verse. Where's it at? <gasps> I think I found it. 50. Yep, nope. it's uh, one minute. One, like 113. I told you, second verse. I'm leaving all this in. I don't care. That's fine. It shows that I guys go to one thirteen fairly well because I knew what verse it was in. That's the best part of the song. When he he cranks it up a notch. (laughs) He cranks it up to eleven. Some may say. Do you believe in love after love, or whatever that share? share? Do you believe in love after love? love Is that what she says? I I think so. I just said love after love. I know, but I knew it was wrong as soon as I said it. Share. Looking up share. Believe. <laughs> I'm sure it's life after love. That makes sense. 
Yeah, life after love. <laughs> Feel something inside myself. I really don't. All right, I'll stop. Strong enough. I have no. such mixed feelings about Cher. There's times I'm like, wow, that's a jam. And then there's other times I'm like, oh, my God, that voice annoys the fuck out of me. All right. I really like that ABBA some... cover she did a couple years ago. What, what, on for uh, one of those movies? I don't remember what the movies were. Are the movies called ABBA? God, what is they? What are they called? Talking about, um, oh my God, it's Cher now. Okay, I was gonna say Cher now on Spotify. Excuse no, she, me? I just listened to her. I was just jamming. Do you remember how every time we have to turn back the clocks for daylight savings, even though that's really stupid? Someone yeah. post that. Post what? The turn back time song. Oh. If you or if I could turn back time. This is becoming a share episode. What's happening? We just want people to share our love for share. <laughs> I don't know that I love share, but. All right, let's move on to track 11. Believe. I'm still talking if about share. Believe in love after love. Not Dancing Queen. What song was it? I don't know. I SOS. Okay. I'll check Pretty it out. Good. All right, track eleven. Believe it actually is called Believe. It's not just the share song. I know that's why I was <laughs> I was working into a grand segue. That was a long. <laughs> you really had a long game going on there. Yeah. Twenty minutes this, later, and the segue is. This song's about nine eleven. Uh, first, it's an homage to first responders. I think this is better than the Alan Jackson bullshit that came out. I could take a poop, and it's better than Alan Jackson. First of all. Do you remember him making a 9-11 song? Have you forgotten how it felt that day? I, I was never... working in a fucking restaurant when that was that song was like all over the radio. And oh, my God, I heard it so many times. I don't remember the actual song. I just remember the South Park spoof of it. The, Where were you when they built the ladder to heaven? Yeah, it's no, it's totally like that. <laughs> But yeah, on. I think this is a more meaningful and awesome song to dedicate to the troops and firefighters and first responders. Are you looking for the Alan Jackson song or yeah. the South Park song? No. Alan Don't Jackson. look up any of those. And also, okay. doesn't the intro to this song feel very Celtic? Um, Island. I can see why you would say that, yeah. I mean, the whole song is not, but that the first like couple seconds, you're like, oh, is this a Flogging Molly song? Let's get down. When would that have been? What? I'll just Google. I'll just, I'll just, no, because it didn't come out right away. <laughs> Alan Jackson, 9 11. Mm. 9 11 is not funny. Just my stupid Googling is funny. Alan Jackson's funny. And the way he pandered to a tragedy of the nation. Yeah. Wait, what song am I thinking about? Was it not what you were just thinking of? I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. You're, you're talking about when the where were you when the world stopped turning? I was talking about have you a song called Have You Forgotten that I thought was Alan Jackson, but apparently it's not. Wow. I, see, I don't know the Alan Jackson song. I just know he made a song for 9-11. 
Have you? Oh my god! Forgotten. <laughs> Daryl Worley. Let's see if this is. This episode is actually not about yellow card. It's about Sharon Allen Jackson. <laughs> the two of us. The two. Oh, are you actually listening to it? Ew. Anyways, come on. Let's talk about this song. Believe. <laughs> no. Okay. Check the private chat. It was a private shit. I don't want to listen to this song. Oh, shit. I opened it. Why didn't you just play it? Oh, my God. Look at that picture. I'll play it. Ugh. Do you remember when you showed me that Steven Tyler? Was it Steven Tyler? <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. That song. Uh, I, won't, I won't. You know what, guys? I won't play it. But look up Have You Forgotten by Daryl Worley. It's a it's it's something. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> or don't. Do I want to hear everyone's opinion of it? Oh God! I bet Mike knows it because he used to work at the country radio station. He knows all those fucking songs. Hey Mike, do you know Billy the Kid? That song is my favorite country song. I miss Billy the Kid. Times that we had, the life that we lived. It's about an imaginary friend as a kid, mm. about missing a childhood. It's a good mm. song. Okay. Hmm. Whatever. What's my favorite country song? And the thunder rolls, and the lightning strikes. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, that's a good. That's a good. Um, that's that one's definitely the running. Did you see? I bought that album. You know, you told me you did on the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to track twelve. One Don't year, tell me what months. to do. We're still talking about believe. We uh, are not. We, we talked are. about so many other things during no, believe. Did you know? Did you know that uh, Ryan Keyes wrote a letter, um, an open letter to all first responders, responders, responders? He found the addresses of all the police and fire departments in the tri-state area and sent a copy of the single to them. Aw. I do think it's a really good song. And I think the message is is a good song. Yeah. And I think like the stuff that you hear is from like, there's some audio clips in there that are from the day. So And like, Everything will be all right. Be strong. Believe is yeah. better than half the other pandering crap that was out there. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is the best 9/11 tribute song that was recorded. I think so, probably. I don't know a lot of them though, so yeah, me neither. Well, I know two of them. This one and <laughs> Have You Forgotten? <laughs> All right, track 12, one year, six months later after Josh started talking about the leave. One year, six months is my favorite yellow card song. This is my second favorite song I wrote. I wrote, it's beautiful, great acoustic tones, and his vocal harmonies. He's harmonizing with himself, right? Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds that great, course, go, Yeah, high and the low, yeah. Who doesn't love falling into memories, you know? And also... This song, if you look at the cover of the album, it just fits the cover of the album. Yeah. You're listening to it now. Well, look at the cover of the album. You see that girl? Yeah. Imagine it's like that Blink-22 music video for Adam's song where like the picture comes alive and she's like, Josh, we just had a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we didn't just have a fun time. We had a fun time a year and a half ago. Well, this was a memory. Like She gotcha. would be telling you ah, ah, we had a fun time. Yeah, she's yeah, not yeah. here now. This is... She died in a car accident, and it's really sad. So when you look at the picture, you cry, but your tears activate the picture, and then she comes to life, and this is a Disney movie. 
<laughs> Geppetto. I got Geppetto. it. Okay. <laughs> I'm hyped right. right now. Yeah, something happened. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do coffee <laughs> and drugs. Is that like is that like a, the adult version of crossfaded? Yeah, coffee and weed. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get. I need to get. I got. I need to get my buzz on, but I still got to go to work. Ah, that's Adderall. You mean? That's oh, the adult yeah. version of that. <laughs> I got to get my buzz on, but still go to work. All right. So yeah, what other things you got about this? It's a beautiful song. It's acoustic. You said it. I mean, it's. it's How does this song sound on the acoustic album? Because it's all. It's piano. What? Yeah. Oh, shit. You heard it here first, listeners, unless you've already listened to the acoustic album, which came out long ago. Almost 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. Danny and Josh, breaking news. I mean, Danny heard it here first. That's for sure. (laughs) You heard it here first. Shit is getting real. Go listen to One Year Six Months, the piano ballad. Yeah, listen to it right after you listen to Have You Forgotten. (laughs) No. All right. Track 13, Back Home. We brought it all back home. We're back at... We're not back at the beginning. It's the end of the album. Back Home. This is their emo song. This sounds like Get Up Kids. Like This is late 90s emo guitars. The vocals Ryan's doing is giving off that 90s vibe. Not like 90s, but like, you know. I feel you. But I am kind of tired of hearing about California from bands. Whether you miss it or you're against or you don't want to be there anymore. Just some of us that live in the Midwest don't know. Hey, you and I were going to move to California and then we both got in in love with people and stayed here. Were we? That was the plan. You don't remember that? No. I even had my friend Zach from L.A. came and visited and was talking about it. And then he even fucking moved back here like an asshole. Everyone fucking moves back to Michigan. Unless you're li- listeners, if you're in California, are bad. California's probably pretty great. I'm sure it is. I'm going there in May. I heard the traffic is to die for. To <laughs> I don't die. know. <laughs> I uh, I have no realization of like how close stuff is to. I was like thinking about like oh wait maybe i'll go here and there and there while i'm out in anaheim and then i'm like oh anaheim's not close to any of that stuff okay never mind so you know what i think about when i think about that is europe like everything is like the size of texas oh my cat just jumped to the background but like (laughs) (laughs) like imagine going to europe you could hit up so many places well that's what you do you get on the train and you go yeah but if you're in the United States and you live in the middle of Texas, you hit up Texas. Yeah. Texas. I don't know why I'm talking about Texas. I think it's because it's huge. It's the reason. <laughs> Texas is the reason that I was born. So I was born in Texas. Were you? Mm-hmm. Gross. At a military base. Mm, that makes sense. Then I moved to Germany, listeners, as a baby. My first words were in German. For real. My first words. I don't know because they were from Inspector Gadget when I was a little kid. My mom little, tells me the story. Little Danny I, running around. Das Boot. No. Guten no. Tag. I mean, I have no memories, but there's pictures of me as a baby at like the castles and shit. Oh, it's there's fun. a Shram Castle. In Is it in Germany? Germany? Mm-hmm. What if that's where we met in another life? 
Baby Danny met the ghost in of the Shram. multiverse. Multiverse. The two of us. The two of us. Are you um? Are you caught up on Loki? No, I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> I will watch the rest soon. I can't even make the joke I, I was going to make. I didn't even. Is it about an alligator? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that from memes. I've been on know. the internet in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even finished Winter Soldier yet. What is wrong with you? I know. I know. You used to be part of Nerd Life Productions. You know? <gasps> take your nerd card away. After we get done with this, I'm watching Black Widow with the kids. You're not watching the free stuff, but you're paying 30 bucks to watch Black oh, Widow? Oh, no, no. I have a Plex account and someone ripped it. I'm not paying to see Black Widow. Okay. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Actually, I do own... I do have Disney Plus, but I'm not paying the $30. Well, that's, I mean, that's fine, but... I hate that they're like, watch it on Disney Plus, and then you're like, cool, but you know, you forget. You forget that you actually have to pay a little extra. Well, I, my, Cruella. I was like, I yeah. was mildly interested in Cruella, and then I saw I had to pay another 20 bucks. I was like, nah. <laughs> I'll wait. Yeah, I and I, my... They, they fuck up by telling me when it's going to be available for the subscription cost. I'm like, oh, October? I can wait till October. <laughs> Word. People are like, oh, you'll spend $30 at the theater. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll also get popcorn pop. And uh, I'm pretty sure Disney Plus isn't popping popcorn for me. And, um, you know, making my really, TV bigger. And I miss the theater. I do, too. I'm hoping that things are a little bit less. I mean, things are less scary, but the Delta variant's a little bit scary. And yeah, people chomping in the theater and stuff. I don't know, but I'm I'm hoping. I think the first thing that I've heard is going to be like just in theaters is the Spider Man movie. So I'm hoping, which is like I think coming out in like December. So I'm hoping by December maybe I feel comfortable. But until I'm, then, I'll be watching stuff on my home TV. I'm hoping Jordan Peele's putting out the Candyman, mm. like the remake. Yeah, and I really want to see that in theaters. So I'm hoping things are better by the time that's out. When does that come out? October? I think like September, August. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous in the service, buddy. I mean, I'll go to movies before then, but that's like, I think that's like the big event. So I'm hoping I think, like, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to go on like a Tuesday in the morning. Maybe there'll be like that's, three people that's there. That's a smart move. Yeah. Because that way I can feel a little safer with the, but watch everybody has that idea. And it's like the busiest time. You thought you were smart. We're all smart Damn. too. I miss popcorn like that popcorn, that disgusting yeah, buttery make my stomach for popcorn. Yeah. I always feel like shit after you leave. <sighs> yeah. I don't eat until I'm full. I eat until I hate myself. <laughs> I paid for the big popcorn. I'm eating at least two thirds of it and I'm going to feel sick. Pay for the big popcorn and it's mostly gone by the end of the previews. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, me at my most gluttonous is me in the theater. That's for sure. <laughs> so. Sneaking in candy. Are we still talking about back home? I forgot. No, we're done. We finished this album. What do you think of this album, Josh? Give it a fucking number. What did I give to the used self-titled? I don't remember. It should be a 10, but... Yeah, if you didn't give used self-titled a 10, I'm going to be disappointed. I don't think I, I, don't, I haven't given out a 10 yet. 
Oh, I forgot you're stingy with your tens. I'm not. I'm. I like to either go really low or really high with my ratings. I don't like I'm, middle grounds. I'm gonna go eight point five on this one. I'll go nine. Had that's one closest, up. That's like the closest our ratings have been. I think. Really? I feel like we yeah. were close on the use. We both love that album. Yeah, but you were like fifteen out of ten. I was like, I'll uh, give it a seven. <laughs> like, you did. I might have given it. I might have given it eight. Man, what is a ten album to you? I'm interested. You know what a ten album is? Is it Wannabe? Wannabe is not an album. It's a song. Oh, but... sorry. Did you see that they're repressing their first album with a few extra songs that didn't go on the album for the anniversary? I think they're just doing a single thing, like a picture disc with Wannabe and a demo of Wannabe and uh, unreleased song. They're not repressing Spice. That's dumb then. But I'm thinking about getting that anyway. I mean, I can imagine you would. I already have Spice, though, on vinyl, which is nice. Nice Spice. If you want to be my lover. All right. All right. All right. Well, yeah, I love I love this album. Yeah, I do too. So, I really thought you did not know it well. I expected like a big uproar. I was wrong. I fucked up, you guys, listeners. You I'm sorry. You knew me. I know. I mean, I thought you were just over there listening to Daryl Worley all the time. Have you forgotten? I didn't forget about Yellow Card. <laughs> all right, let's get into our weekly re- weekly rewind. <laughs> Spice Girls feed feed your love. <laughs> do you know how do you know how I am? T- <laughs> it makes me to turn on my Spotify on a Friday morning and the release radar picture is the fucking Spice Girls. Of course yours is. <laughs> so um, what was my picture? Oh, I gotta check that. Ooh. Mine's just like a no, that's not it. Mine is, God damn it, that's not it either. Mine's nothing. It's just like the white with blue lines. Oh no, it's Gorillas, the twenty, which I don't love. Those they're just re-releasing their songs all in one song. It's weird. All right, so yeah, weekly rewind. Years of Spice very, Girls. Very interesting. I have more than just the one. Where did? Oh God damn it. My, uh, I also have Mimi at the altar did a acoustic of their last single. Uh, feel a thing, but it's featuring Dan Campbell, the lead singer from the Wonder Years, which I want to say that he had something to do with them getting the record deal they got, maybe, or discovering them or something. Um, It's pretty good, though. And then also, um, there was... uh, a song called vampires and it has the midnight on it. Is it the midnight? Is that who's on it? I don't even remember. And that's who's singing, but it's like, um, all strings instead of like synth, but it still kind of sounds like a midnight song. It's weird. Hmm. So you should check that out. Um, it's not out yet, but uh, you know that um, that Metallica tribute album. Yes, 
Ghost is doing Enter Sandman. <gasps> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking Does that excited. Come out this Friday. I don't know. I don't know when that album comes out. I actually don't think the album comes out for a while. But and the the Ghosts song isn't out, but they like they got leaked or they promoted it like that. It was gonna be coming out. Actually, Have the full track it? list is but no, the full. I but I come on. Yeah, that's like the Metallica song, right? I mean, I mean, not really. There's a lot of songs that are like the song, but I feel like that for me that's that's when i think metallica I th- that the first thing in my brain is me being like 10 and my cousin playing enter sandman so did you like the um the justin pierre song that came out this week get out of the woods i don't know if i listened to it it comes out october 1st by the way the metallica thing oh Ooh, Friday, October 1st. That'll be a fun start of October. So how is the Justin song? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, I like it. It's And it's three minutes and 49 seconds long. Oh. Long for him. <laughs> At least for um, solo stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Did you... Okay, I won't ask my question, and I'll let you tell your things, and then we'll see. Instead of asking you first. First off, Black Pumas came back with a new song that's very bluesy, but very beautiful. Digging it. Uh, for more of a punk feel, Face to Face, No Way Out But Through, from their new upcoming album. Really good. For the metal guys out there, or at least, I mean, I like it. The new Trivium in the Court of the Dragon is a pretty sick song. And then, <laughs> I know, I'm... They know how to get me, but the new Ice Nine Kills song, which is about American Psycho, like it's so gimmicky, but I fucking love Ice Nine Kills, dude. I mean, it's called Hip to Be Scared instead of Hip to Be. Yeah, I'm sure if a, a decent band was making like Star Wars parody songs, they'd be all about it. So, right? You That's just like, like the equivalent for me. A big example of that is remember how we used to kind of like MC Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's a good example of their Ghostbuster or his Ghost Forever album. It's all Ghostbusters themed or like Adam's Family and stuff like that. There's a Beetlejuice song. I love that album. I hate the skits on it, but and I'm not a giant fan of MC Chris anymore. But speaking of like nerdcore hip hop, I do want to make a quick segue to say next week we are having a nerdcore hip hop artisan. Very cool. Yeah, it's Kool Aid it? Cam. Kool Aid Cam from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Kool Aid Cam. Very cool. I'm excited. He's such a cool night. Our cool guy. Is that Cam with a K? Yep. You can just look up Kool Aid. He's also a comic book artist. Oh, double threat. Double threat. But yeah, he's going to be on. Very excited. And then who do we have on next month? We're getting there. We're getting our guests back. We have a few lined up already. Uh, August 1st, we have Marty DeRosa coming on to talk about uh, Alkaline Trio. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any what the fucks? I actually I forgot. I have a I have some celebrity um weekly recommend weekly rewind uh songs. Oh, go ahead. Just two. Um from the champ, Doug. 
You know, he calls himself the champ. He's been a wrestler? here the most. Oh, oh yes. Doug. Yeah, the champ. No, the Doug. When you said the champ, I thought it was a wrestler. <laughs> Chef Daddy D Love, Doug. Um, his, and he, yeah, he gave me some songs. And um, where's my document? There it is. So, uh, Amel and the Sniffers. That's the name of the band. And it's uh, Guided by Angels is the name of the song. It's kind of that. Amel and the Sniffers? Amel. Oh, okay. Um, it looks like Amy L, but it's all one word. So I'm thinking it's Amel. Um, I love any band that is like someone in the somethings. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I, I just do. It's like a, um, sounds like, like an Australian, like punk band. Um, we, we listened to them before. I think I want to say Doug might've, uh, recommended them previously too, but um and then the other one i have so yeah check them out and then the other one i have is uh them coolie boys just friends and that's like a folky thing um i'm gonna have to give it a couple more listens because i i listened to it and i was like i don't know if this is my speed but it wasn't bad but it was like it wasn't what i was expecting and um but then i remember just friends all right I have to remind, I had to remind myself that you know Doug has a wide, uh, a wide, you know, Range. music taste. Yeah. That word. Amel and the Sniffers has like a dirty like bassline at the front. Oh, how did our last episode with the uh, playing music go? Like, did it all? Did we get in trouble? Uh, I don't think so. Sweet. <laughs> Listeners, did you like it? Do you like the way we did that? Uh I I got one piece of I I got feedback on that from one person. Okay. And it was Mike. And he, <laughs> he said he liked the, he said he liked the clips. Okay, good. So, well, I would love to keep doing that, so hopefully we don't get in trouble for our list episodes only. And get like when we have a guest, they can play their music. But yeah, no. oh, yeah, yeah, but that that we're allowed to do because they're telling us we can. Yeah. Um, the episode is live on the page, and I don't have a message, so I don't think we got in trouble. <laughs> well, then hell yeah. And the used episode is back on the page too. So. <laughs> hey, listeners, do you know that we have a TikTok, and I am blowing up right now? <laughs> Are you blowing up? I got over 200, and oh, considering two weeks ago I had like 40, I don't know what I'm doing that people like. They like the dances, apparently. The dances are so bad. They're yeah. like, look, look at this boomer. Because <laughs> zoomers call everyone that's older than them boomers. Oh, that's a bummer. I'm not I'm not a boomer. I'm 37. No, no you're, 38. you're an elder millennial. I'm an, yeah, elder emo. Well, I mean, elder emo can because because Wes is an elder emo, but he's a Gen Xer. He's old. I'm just talking shit to see if he listens. <laughs> he was old, awesome. Yeah, you old ass. No, I'm just kidding. Wes is great. So, so that's all we got, right? Let's wrap that's this. All we got. Up. I need yeah. to watch Black Widow. Yellow card. Love Yellow it. card. 
so good. They're Thanks not for... together anymore, but they're not. No, they stopped in 2018. Oh, they'll get back together. They'll yeah. need money. Everyone does. Yeah, that's not even making a comment on them. You know, they'll just they'll need money or glory or something. People always, you know, if there's money to be made in music. People figure it out. Danzig got back together with the Misfits. We, it'll, you know, it'll happen. The only time you don't really need to is if you get royalties from like movies or video games. But I do know that Yellow Card had some songs in the Madden. Yeah. So maybe they are fine. Maybe they're ranking in that Madden box. Or if you're Led Zeppelin and you won't do anything, even though your your drummer's son is a drummer, and it won't ruin his and it won't and it won't tarnish his memory. Yeah, but that you know that's fine, Led Zeppelin. You've been replaced apparently by Greta Van Fleet. So I um, hate Greta Van Fleet. Though. I don't really like them either. So I have a Josh grudge. Remember they beat they beat uh yeah they beat Ghost for the Grammy, and I was like, you're just a Led Zeppelin clone. It's not fair. You're from Frankie Muth. Who cares? If we did a Led Zeppelin album, which one would you want to do? Uh, I don't have a good grasp of what's on what album because their albums are all like one, two, three, four. Like they're kind of like Peter Gabriel in that regard. Yeah. So um, I'd have to look, but I have four. But I do know two is really good and three is really good. And I don't think I've ever listened to one because I'm not a great person. I'm a terrible person. The one with the Zeppelin on the cover. Yeah. 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 Cool. <laughs> you want to yes. take it? Take us out, Danny. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of B-Side Ourselves. It's time to flip the record over. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Chris Porter, and the outro music is by former critics.